Optimus Gen 2 features Tesla designed actuators and sensors faster and more capable hands, faster walking, lower total weight, articulated neck and more. We develop and deploy autonomy at scale in vehicles, robots and more. We believe that an approach based on advanced AFA vision, and planning, supported by efficient use of inference hardware, is the only way to achieve a general solution for full self-driving, bipedal robotics and beyond. Create a general purpose, bipedal, autonomous humanoid robot capable of performing unsafe, repetitive or boring tasks. Achieving that end goal requires building the software stacks, that enable balance, navigation, perception and interaction with the physical world. We rehiring deep learning computer vision, motion planning, controls, mechanical, and general software engineers to solve some of our hardest engineering challenges. FSD chip build a inference chips to run our full self-driving software, considering every small architectural and micro-architectural improvement while squeezing maximum silicon performance per watt. Perform floor planning, timing and power analysis on the design. Write robust tests and scoreboards to verify functionality and performance. Implement drivers to program and communicate with the chip focusing on performance optimization and redundancy. Finally validate the silicon chip and bring it to mass production in our vehicles. The Joe chip built a training chips to power our Dejo system. Implement bleeding edge technology from the smallest training nodes to the multi-die training tiles. Design and architect for maximum performance, throughput and bandwidth at every granularity. Dictate physical methodology, floor planning and other physical aspects of the chip. Develop a silicon verification and post-silicon validation methods to ensure functional correctness. Write compilers and drivers to optimize power and performance for our neural networks throughout the entire Dejo system. For more information about Dejo S arithmetic formats and methods Dejo system design, and build the Dejo system, from the silicon firmware interfaces to the high-level software APIs meant to control it. Solve hard problems with state-of-the-art technology for high-power delivery and cooling, and write control loops and monitoring software that scales. Work with every aspect of system design where the limit is only your imagination employing the full prowess of our mechanical, thermal and electrical engineering teams to create the next generation of machine learning compute for use in Teladata centers. Collaborate with Telefleet Learning to deploy training workloads using our massive datasets, and design a public-facing API that will bring the Joe to the masses. Neural networks apply cutting-edge research to train deep neural networks on problems ranging from perception to control. Our per-camera networks analyze raw images to perform semantic segmentation, object detection and monocular depth estimation. Our bird's eye view networks take video from all cameras to output the road layout, static infrastructure, and 3D objects directly in the top-down view. Our networks learn from the most complicated and diverse scenarios in the world, iteratively sourced from our fleet of millions of vehicles in real time. A full build of autopilot neural networks, involves 48 networks, that take 70,000 hours to train. Together they output 1,000 distinct tensors, predictions, at each timber step. 
video class tickle asset tickle video asset laws a tickle object fit position tickle object fit position center preload auto place in line data auto play desktop true data auto play portrait true data auto play mobile true data play on hover replay autonomy algorithms develop the core algorithms that drive the car by creating a high fidelity representation of the world and planning trajectories in that space in order to train the neural networks to predict such representations algorithmically create accurate and large-scale ground truth data by combining information from the cause sensors across space and time. Use state-of-the-art techniques to build a robust planning and decision-making system that operates in complicated real-world situations under uncertainty. Evaluate your algorithms at the scale of the entire telefleet. Code foundations throughput latency, correctness and determinism are the main metrics we optimize our code for. Build the autopilot software foundations up from the lowest levels of the stack, tightly integrating with our custom hardware. Implement super reliable bootloaders with support for over-the-air updates and bring up customized Linux kernels. Write fast memory efficient low-level code to capture high-frequency high-volume data from our sensors and to Share it with multiple consumer processes without impacting central memory access latency, or starving critical functional code from CPS cycles. Squeeze and pipeline compute across a variety of hardware processing units, distributed across multiple system on chips. Evaluation infrastructure build open and close loop hardware in the loop evaluation tools and infrastructure at scale to Accelerate the pace of innovation, track performance improvements, and prevent regressions. Leverage anonymized characteristic clips from our fleet and integrate them into large suites of test cases. Write code simulating our real-world environment, producing highly realistic graphics and other sensor data that feed our autopilot software for live debugging or automated testing. Obsoleto! Merry Christmas! Happy Holidays! Man Behind the Machine! Yeah, baby! Run, run, Rudolph! And look at Mary go round! See? Boy, Boy! All I want for Christmas is my Commodore 64! Hey, good morning, bro. Hey, good morning. Pretty good, man. Holidays. We're taking extra time off. Well, apparently. Yeah, apparently Elon Musk doesn't think so because he's poaching eggs with his Tesla bot. Oh, man, is that amazing. Right? Dude, they really made a lot of progress in a short amount of time with that. Yeah. So if you're Elon Musk, you're like, this is the perfect time. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. to launch a product. Which is Tesla oh, I don't bot. think that thing's available for sale as far as I know, but I would buy it. After seeing that video, like, I'll figure out something to do with it. That's what he told his shareholders. We're going to go from $750 billion to $10 trillion company. And Tesla bot's going to get us there. That's what he said. So, man, if they can get their price point down, that's going to be the new iPhone. <laughs> 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 
please, please, I want my Tesla. But. Well, a kid can't drive a car, but a robot, they can boss it around. Yeah. No problem. Push my egg, robot. Yeah, so they, they say Optimus. It's the Gen 2. Yeah. I guess that's Gen Zero. No, it looks really good though. The, the, the hands and the neckline and the, the, all the joints, the articulated foot with the toes. I mean, right. they, they're, they're all over this. And see, it makes sense. Okay, Tesla. It's the number one most highly valued company. Or wait, is that Apple's got to be higher than them? But they, they got billions and billions of dollars in the bank. They got to spend it somehow to grow. How do you grow? Well, you take all that technology and you build something new with it at a different price point. And so they actually pulled it off in a way that it's like, wow, I might want one of those. You know, people are going to use those. Um, it's not going to be the receptionist. It's going to be back in the fact in the warehouse, you know? Oh, oh okay. Yeah, the, the articulation of the fingers while it's holding the egg is quite impressive. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it, it almost looks like computer generated if you are a skeptic, but it's like real engineering. And if that's, that's a great display. I mean, I think, I hope people are looking closely beyond the tagline looking in the video because yeah yeah i had to watch the video and, and i was just flabbergasted by that how, how far they come so fast because i remember when they first announced it it was barely a year ago mm -hmm. and it seemed like total vaporware right because uh but it's great i mean i wonder what version number like if this is version two or version three however you define it what are they, which one are they going to launch to the public and at what price point? Is it going to be version 3? Is it going to be version 4? Is it going to be version 5? How many are they going to be seeking to manufacture and at what price point? Is it going to be 20000 30000 50000 55000 Are they going to have um, sort of a, 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 a minimum advertised price with upgrades where you can add memory, add capabilities, something like that? I mean... How are they going to sell this thing into who and how many right. out of the first initial product launch? That's what I'm really curious because it seems like they're good. I mean, you watch that video of that robot walking in front of all those Cybertrucks. Cybertruck was right. vaporware four years ago, and they announced it, and everyone's like, oh, this, is just, just, this is just a movie. This is just an advertisement. This is just a, it's a concept thing. They're never going to launch this. Oh. Yeah. Well, they started shipping that thing, and they're shipping those now, and they're building Cybertrucks, and they're they're putting them out on the road, and they have a, a warehouse full of them. And, and so, okay, say it takes four years from this to get from vaporware to a commercial product. Okay, we're one and a half years in, so we're set for a 26, 27 launch, 2027 launch, 2026 yeah. launch. Tesla bought version 4, Optimus version 1.0, um, 29999 Like, is that, like, like, what are we talking about, and, and what can it do? How do you interface with the robot? How do you, is it natural language? Is it, can you interface with some programming language and give it some type of, um, 
rule-based logic of I have these five chores, do them in this order. <laughs> oh my God, that's spoken like a true programmer. Yeah. Yeah. How do I? How do I get this robot to do what I need to do? Like, yeah. if I'm chilling with my robot on the front porch, and the UPS driver comes, I can tell the robot, okay, pick up the box and go put it in my closet. If I'm sitting on my porch with the robot and an attacker comes and tries to steal my package, can I tell the robot defend me? Or, or, or is there enough time for the robot? I mean, can the robot help me at all in any way? Or am I just going to get shot and then my robot stole You know, I'd like it if I could say, robot, stay here and defend the front door. And I go back in and get my machete or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, Robot, can you go interview these five people today? Record it and upload it to the server. I've got to go do other things. Yeah. You or know, even or whatever. Robot, go grab my mail from yeah. the mailroom. Anything. Yeah. Because I need to go get my mail, but I'm really slammed trying to get ready for this meeting at once. So I don't. Now it's not the time I want to go check my mail, even though it's only going to take six minutes or eight minutes. I'd rather have the robot do it this moment. Other times, I'd rather do it myself. Mm. Yeah. Or, or you know, go go check my email. Go clean my email out, you know? Robot, stay here and don't let anybody in here. Yeah. You know, go field these calls. Yeah, that's what I, what I was struck, too, beyond the robot, robot stuff, which is cool. What I w- this is the message I got from, you ready? From Elon Musk? Work is optional in the future. Wow, that's a very utopian. I, I mean. Utopian? That, that's like saying profit is optional in the future. Yeah. No, I, and I think his specific, and then also he said work is going to be a choice. You know, you're, it's going to be a choice if you want to boil, hard boil this egg. If, if or you let, want clean water. Yeah. Do you want clean water? Do you want clean air? Yeah. Do you want Tesla bot to make it? To work. <laughs> yeah, it's a choice. If you don't care about having clean yeah. water, then you won't have to work. Yeah, and you will choose whether or not you want to create cook the egg or let Tesla bot do it. It's your choice. You yeah. know, so it's going to be optional. That's what he's pushing in the press release with Optimus 2. But are so, you really expecting I just spent 30 grand on the Tesla bot and I'm having it sit here and cook me an egg like I can't cook an egg myself? Wouldn't you rather have the Tesla bot out like um, plowing the sidewalk or, or the driveway you know, chopping wood and the real heavy-duty stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The yeah. high-risk stuff. You want the Tesla bot to do the highest-risk stuff. Yeah. Humans do the gentle stuff. Yeah, like go clean Fukushima, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. what you need bots yeah. for. Dirty jobs. Yeah, or go go clean up the landmines in Ukraine. That's a good use. Y- you yeah. know, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uses. Right. You know? Um, going into tunnels, going into save the hostages, you know. No, now the IDF has robots. They go down there. 
you know, with with machine guns. You know, so I'm sure there's going to be military applications, right? Oh, yeah. You know, if you can, you know, if you can manipulate an egg, don't you think you could manipulate a trigger? Right? Well, why even use the trigger at that point? Just have it right built built in. Oh, jeez. No, seriously, that you're giving a human interface to a robot. The robot can just eliminate that whole yeah. interface and go directly to... Mm. Yeah, so this is the thing, you know. I, I just, I, I can't wait to see the Christmases where people are unboxing their Tesla bot. And then on Christmas morning, they're putting it on social media, you know. And then it's like, wait. So who's posting on social media? Is it your Tesla bot or is it you? You know, like, go manage my digital life, Optimus 2. You know, I don't have time for it. Well, I think the digital life, we don't need Optimus Bot for that. You could do that in software as a service way, way cheaper. Just hook up your accounts to it. It would live in the cloud. You don't need a physical robot to do anything in your digital world. You could have a much more powerful virtual bot agent running in the cloud without the need for all these robotics. And it it would be so much less expensive. You could run it for a dollar a day or less. No $29,000 price point. Do you honestly, I mean, come on. Do you think he could keep the bot in that price range? Uh, They they can price it however they want. It's just their choice. Um, Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's the capabilities. What are you getting for the money? That's what they have to decide. And and so the price point comes down. That's a marketing decision. Okay. Like if you look at the Vision Pro headset, thirty four ninety nine starting price. Mm. Um, you you got to add some accessories to that. You got to add Apple Care to that. You got to add tax. You got to add. For me, you need prescription lenses for probably up to. 30 to 50 percent of people you need some form of prescription lens mm. and uh so so now you're at four thousand forty five hundred dollar price point why did they price it like that how much profit are they making mm. the thing is they're going to make almost zero profit on this product they just want to get it into the hands of people who are going to use it they're, they're the, the limitation is how many they can manufacture because it's the most challenging product of all time to manufacture this is harder to manufacture than the empire state building in the 1900s this is harder to manufacture than any type than electron microscope wow um so you gotta the be yield kidding rate me. is going to be very low it's going to be yeah. really hard to create these and they're going to be expensive to build and they're only going to be able to build a handful of them so they can't have you, me, Joe Schmo, every single person going to buy one for nine ninety nine, like they can an iPhone. They they can't let any college student going back to school buy this because they won't have enough of them to sell. They 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 got to make it outside of the price range for most people. Okay. And thirty thirty five hundred dollars starting price is really something that most people won't buy. Right. Uh, they, they just can't. They, it, it's almost the price of a car. So you have to really either get it loan. Or you, 
it's, it's not something you just buy on your credit card. It's a big decision you, you, you think about and you budget for it and you save up. That, that's where they've priced that. And they intentionally priced it there because they're only going to have a handful of them to sell. So they need it to be too expensive and, and to limit it to only 1% of people can buy it. Mm. But it still sounds attainable. It's not like $10,000 that's right. ridiculous, you know, which they could have done, but they didn't need to. And, um, but they're going to be generating profit on the services, mm. all the ancillary stuff, and the halo effect on the brand. Now, when they come out with version 2.0 and they get the price down, they're going to have to be building more profit margin into it. And that will be a part of it. So they're not going to drop the price from $3,500 to $1,500 or anything like that. They're going to drop it from $3,499 to $2,999 to ultimately, hopefully, uh, $1,999. Oh, okay. Because really, you want a higher profit margin than the iPhone. The iPhones become more commoditized. The profit margin is shrinking out of that because there's so many alternatives that are so close. They, they need something that has a higher margin than the iPhone, and for that, the price needs to be higher. So so the ultimate end resting point of price point for Vision headset has to be closer to $2,000, dollars oh. versus an iPhone, which is like $1,000 to $1,500 price point. To keep the stock, you, you know, yeah. the, the story for the stock, it's got to be bigger, more profit. So for maybe people can afford it if the the next second gen comes out, and then the first gen are kind of like older, you know. But that's gonna be years from now. Jeez. Yeah, um, it's gonna be at least two, three years from now. Jeez. But but people's workplaces will buy it. Maybe a library will buy it. Maybe a makerspace will buy it. Maybe a school will buy it. Maybe an enthusiast will buy it and bring it to a, a meetup group or club and you can play with it there you might be able to see one in the store and schedule time to look and feel yeah interesting yeah because it's 2024 right the first one's coming out right the, yeah. the first vision yeah it should, three months from now it should be out jeez and I bet all the developers are all ready, huh? They've got to be ready. Mm, no? I think very few. I mean, my company is not ready. And mm. I floated to them. I said, guys, mm. they were asking for ideas and experiments because, mm. like, we're out of stuff to work on and trying to figure out new cool things to do. Yeah. They said, well, why don't we make sure the app's going to run nice on Vision? Vision Pro. Mm. And they're like, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, well... Vision Pro can run regular iPad, iPhone apps and stuff, but it's going to be like running in a window. It's not going to be the nice frosted glass oh. physicality inside your space. It's going to be like you're looking at a screen in 3D space. Is, is it not. is it like an emulator in Vision? Like, does Vision have to run it? No, it, it's not an emulator. It runs natively. Oh, okay. Because it's on the M2 chip. It's just like the, 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 a Mac will do that now too. A, a Mac on Sil Apple Silicon will natively run iPad apps and iPhone apps. And well, what you're saying is it looks smaller in Vision. Yeah, if you're it's running... Just a window running in. It's like a static two-dimensional window out projected in space. But if you compile natively for Vision, then 
it, it, there's more three dimensionality to it. Like the menu bar is offset to the left and forward in space, separate from the window. Um, mm. the, the, the back plane of the chrome is not opaque, it's a translucent glass that absorbs the light around it and reflects the light around it. So it, it looks more like a physical object in a 3D version of a windowing space in space, in your actual space. Mm. So, so by doing some tweaks and recompiling it out to Vision OS, why? Or, or if it does run and it looks really not great, that'll be a letdown and maybe a couple weeks into it. But they didn't go for it. So we're not going to be ready for it on day one. Okay. There's a lot of developers who will, will not be ready on day one, but there will be a small handful um, that are, and they're going to have stuff and, and they're going to be able to make a fortune. Wow. Yeah, because I imagine Apple already has all their dev done, you know, um, and all their apps, you know, all their native apps for it, you know, that you can access that comes out of the box. But as far as getting up to speed, this sounds like more complicated, you know, decision. Right? Because you have to divorce. How does our old paradigm apply in the new paradigm? Yeah. Uh, what what parts of it do apply? What parts of those? And how do we slim it down and make it lean and mean and, and, and have a reason to live in this new space? Like, what is the essence of our app? And how would you manifest that in a 3D in, in your space around you? Yeah. What's the play? Is it big? Is it small? Is it opaque? Is it translucent? Is it hidden most of the time? Or is it always there? sitting on a stool next to you. you you know these are the, the choices like okay you have your algorithm but now what is instead of having this user interface that maybe is text back and forth or is maybe a window with a graphic in it if it could literally be anything then what is the correct interface mm. is a timer really good to have as an app on a phone or is it something you turn a dial and leave it on the shelf and it clicks down or is it something more like a stopwatch that hangs around your neck that you have a button on the left and a button on the right or is it something altogether different that doesn't correlate to these old physical paradigms if it could just be anywhere maybe it's something that is more like the color of the ceiling or if it's a timer for the kettle that's a, a, a halo over the kettle that's green or yellow or red, or if it's a timer for um, the sauce or the oven, maybe it lives on top of the stove or the oven. Um, but when you leave the room, uh, you leave it behind, but if it starts buzzing, you still hear it. It, it jumps back into your field of view. So, yeah, interesting. You, you see that the functionality right. of the timer yeah. really is no different. It's still designed just to count down or count up, but how best can we use it when all limitations are gone? Mm. What is the most pure uh, uh, concept of here's where the timer should be, if it could be anything? Yeah, it's 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 there's all these decisions that have to be made, you know, in implementing a new operating system. Yeah, and uh, new technology that's bringing being ushered in. So twenty twenty four is really going to be different 
You know, I think 2023 was like the year of Chat GPT. You know, and 2024 is an opportunity for Apple to really take the reins on this. You know, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, Apple's I, mean, I, I, I think this is their year. I think this and, is their year. Think, see, Apple's got so much more in, ready to go that they haven't even shown us. Yeah. We've only seen the tip of the iceberg and they're holding back a lot because we can't really accept it all you know people don't even understand what they're going to get in a few months and so apple's trying to keep it very very simple it just says these three to five things you know um they're only talking about drawing our attention to the things that they think are going to be the easy on-ramp okay they're not talking about all the complex end-game stuff that they already have planned and they're already working on Mm. but we're not privy to it yet they just people all their people can't grasp all these things at once. Not this. No. Think of how long it's taken for the iPhone to first to catch on and then to become so totally mainstream and then to become a miniature technology. How much it changed the world, and we're only barely ten years into it. What's going to happen on the, over the next ten years is everyone on Earth gets a smartphone, and how does that change the fabric of history? Oh, great question. Yeah. How's it going to change things? The fabric. Hmm. Like, our kids all grow up with these phones, which are mobile computers, internet-connected yeah. computers. So, as they grow up with them, what are they able to accomplish having that superpower that we were not able to accomplish when we were that age? And, and we had to come and learn it and then apply it they just grow up on that, in, in that soil of water and air and iPhone and internet. And now, now we're starting to see what the next generation beyond that will be. Yeah. Oh, that was cute. Isn't it cute? He just like, when he saw it, he saw it like a hundred feet away when we walked in and he just ran to it and he started just reaching up. I mean, it, it, it's like the image of like that. You know, from his perspective, that's like, it's powerful, isn't it? Just, yeah. just the idea. He knows, he knows, he wants it. Yeah, he wants it, and he sees it, and and he recognizes it. I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, think about it for a second. You know, if 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 this could reach a child, the the idea of an apple, right? I mean, you show a child an apple. You know, a a five-year-old, a four-year-old, maybe a three-year-old, maybe a two-year-old, or, you know, say, or point to Apple, right? They're going to know it. Yeah. Um, It's it's quite amazing. You know, we've talked about these ideas about... Okay, now, if you can hear in the background, that is indeed uh, one of our uh, biological sentient drones. It is made uh, with the the heart and soul and also artichokes of uh, uh, cabbage and some other uh, choice plant uh, plant creatures, dare I say. Uh, we do not have the patents on that. That is Monsanto. Uh, right now, there's a bidding war between Monsanto, Apple, and Microsoft, and of course, uh, uh, 
uh, Bill Gates's subsidiaries, not to mention BlackRock, but that is a side note. Now, we are, of course, monitoring you for your own safety, uh, because we do not like the idea of you being hacked or your trash being uh, 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 filtered through by uh, 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 extraterrestrial biological entities. 